0: Welcome to the Game of Thrones podcast, the officially unofficial podcast for Game of Thrones on HBO. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And we just got done watching Season 7, Episode 6, titled, uh, Death, uh, Enemy is the Death, Death is the Enemy, something like that. Um, I think
1: we can all agree that death is the enemy.
0: Yeah, and enemy
1: is probably death. Uh,
0: what do you think of this episode? Um,
1: first of all, I wanted to to come clean and say that we, we actually watched and recorded this, uh... Late Friday afternoon, we we took advantage of the leaked copy that HBO somehow aired in Portugal or whatever. Yeah, shame um, on us. Well, I mean, I think it's morally defensible because we have, like, four different ways that we paid for this series and watch it. I, we have cable subscriptions. We have HBO Go subscriptions. Uh, multiple way, legal ways to watch it. I consider this time-shifting because mm-hmm. I'm taking my family to see the Eclipse on Monday. Um, and... uh I would rather like you know get to, get to sleep early because I got I got I got to wake up early on 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 Monday. So whatever
0: you got to tell yourself, man. <laughs> I'm just saying like I don't <laughs> want to pass it off like we're we're
1: doing this like as you're you're actually hearing us recording. You know, i just I try to be honest with everybody right. and trying to give our our rationale for it. Some people might not like it or think I don't know whatever. Um, I, I'm not a hypocrite about it. <laughs> okay. Because if you wanna if you want to steal our club content and you can't pay for it, or you know, you can affect you can make the same argument about time shifting, then, then do it. Um anyway, what did I think of this episode? Yeah. I have a, another raging game of throner. Um it is slightly bent and 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 leaning to the left because it stands on a foundation of quicksand, but mm-hmm. The stuff that is not built from what we mutually agreed of what was was stupid. Last last week was really amazing, and the execution of the the, the stupid plan was was really awesome. Uh-huh. And I had an experience of like I was just in real time trying to figure out like where is this going and what does this mean and does this mean Danny's Azura High and ah and I it was it was really really thrilling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even came around in Arya Sansa stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think they're they're doing more there than first meets the eye. Um, last episode, it started to seem a little bit like, what the hell are you doing, Arya? But um, this episode, I, I think s it became a little more clear that something is up here. Mm-hmm. That Arya is not just falling for this trap necessarily. Something deeper is going on. But Sansa has no like. Sansa is completely ignorant. Yeah, I don't it. think they're working together. I think. There's something else going on though, and I I
1: think that like it could even be as easy as like this is a manifestation of Arya's damage. Like we've talked about how it's really weird to see this little girl who's becoming an assassin and we're cheering for her to kill all these people and like for this to all these all like like we we don't like the trauma that gets inflicted on her, but we like it when she inflicts trauma on other people, and we want to seem like that that's not going to change her, mm-hmm. but it could have permanently made her a more suspicious, distrustful person, and for sure simultaneously is a manifestation of Sansa's trauma mm-hmm. because she does have a little bit of this lust for power and control and to make sure that she's safe from, from, from an attack. And the dynamic here where like Arya, I think trust her because she did play the game. And that like when, as soon as they started playing the game of faces, I was like, Oh my God, this is like her living lie detector. Like, it was a weird way that she she trusted Sansa because I don't like like I didn't th- I thought that they were going to sit there and like get 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 their business taken care of but it's almost like I'm going to trust that you're doing the right thing and I want you to know how utterly screwed you are if you disappoint me. <laughs> I'm not okay. Yeah, I'm not like I'm going to tell you the absolute truth about how I roll and I'm not going to bother to get into your tangled bird's nest of a brain. I'm just saying if you betray John. Mm-hmm you are going to be dead. Yeah. And in the most chilling, psychopath way possible. But it felt...
0: And that's what we want from Arya, I think. Yeah.
1: Now, I'm a little confused about the... You know, I've only seen this once, instant reaction. Mm -hmm. I'm a little confused about the machinations with Brienne.
0: Sure. Yeah. No, I I think we're supposed to be still up in the air very much on what exactly the plan is. Right. But clearly there is a plan afoot here. And there's, there's, uh, from a couple sides. And that's the thing.
1: Like, I think the other thing that's re engaged me in this plot line is that they're clearly not doing the stupid stands, as stupid Aria. Like, they're thinking things through. Littlefinger is thinking things through. This is a. Uh, a cat and mouse game between three cats simultaneously, three mice.
0: Yeah, no, it's a battle of wits, which is what I want from all these characters. Yeah, frankly,
1: and they um, wanted to send the bulldog away of Brienne so she doesn't interfere somehow. Yeah, I guess so. Because maybe, and the other thing is, like, I wonder if Brienne, like Sansa, sent Brienne away to signal to Arya that, like, I'm not afraid of you, and the only reason I'm not afraid of you is because I have nothing to hide. Like, Littlefinger's advice was maybe get, like, was Littlefinger trying to manipulate
0: her into using Brienne as a... The way I read the scene with Arya and Sansa was a a little bit of Arya saying, trust me and go with this. Um, and, And her going to Littlefinger, you know, and kind of playing along with his plot is part of that. Right. So, clearly, Littlefinger wants Brian out of the way, because Brian can put a sword through his guts. Right. We can spin him around. Because, yeah, I, I, the
1: only thing that, just, that threw me off the two girls working together to to Littlefinger's detriment is that, like, a lot of this... Littlefinger wasn't watching them, so it's not, like, theater. It's, like, a real... There was right. real stakes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um But I don't know. The other... The other thing I'm I'm worried about because I like I said I want to lead with all the good stuff before we get to the bad stuff, but I do feel like, um, you know, people that were on the train of being disappointed in the last episode, like if they didn't give this one episode a fair shot, that it's like a lot of the stuff is just compounding, and I can see a yeah. lot of people like, well, this isn't, any, whereas I'm from the thing It's like, well, if you accept. The fact that the double Ds are going to—they've got these bullet points, right? They're a constellation, mm. and each individual star is brilliant and shining and really cool, uh, you know. But they're the constellation's not connected, mm. and George hasn't bothered to connect it. And George is taking a sweet-ass time to connect it, and the double Ds have uh, just a few months to write this thing, and they're like, "Ah, I got to get to the next star." I'm willing to look at that if you're willing to—if you're like from the double Ds, don't know what they're doing, then like I'd think this is more ammo for your can
0: mm-hmm. yeah no i i think there's a lot to like about this episode um and i'm willing to overlook just how stupid of of an idea it is to be up here in the first place mm-hmm. and just say okay gotta ignore that does everything else satisfy me and i think so
1: yeah i text a friend of mine who knew that i was going to watch the episode and he's like well tell like you know no spoilers but tell me what you think and i'm like it's it's 20% stupid and 80% so fucking awesome you can barely <laughs> barely handle it. Right. So and if you fo- focus on the twenty percent, you're going to have all, and we'll probably at the end of this start talking about that twenty percent. But I want to start with what works. Like it starts
0: off right right away with stuff that really worked.
1: Like all those conversations that yeah. the dudes were having, it was the right amount of funny. There was like these real moments between like John and Tormund. Like after Tormund had played around with Gendry about like, oh, we make do with what we can north of the wall, right? Uh, Then he's like, you know, they had a real conversation about like this new guy and what's it like. And uh, Barrick and John's conversation about, you know, the shield that defends the realm of men and that that's enough. Excellent. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, Finally, John and Jorah. John and Jorah have sword. that conversation. Yes. And Jorah's essentially selling his family's birthright. And this is exactly how I expected Jorah to react. It's so perfectly yes. down the lane of that character yes. that I was practically standing up, cheering, saying, Thank you. This is the perfect scene.
1: The only thing that would make it perfect would be if John said, I accept on two conditions. Number one, if you ever change your mind, Long Claw's yours. Uh-huh. And secondly, when you die, I'm going to let your. Your whoever is the head of your house at the time decide whether they want it back in the Mormons or whether it stays at the
0: Starks. Okay, yeah. but
1: the, the thing the thing about that scene he
0: didn't close the door or and,
1: and and the thing about the scene is that like I think John was brought up short number one by the generosity of the gift and and number two that the idea that he might father children and have a family I think is something he's never allowed himself to think about until just now. Yeah. So like Could be. it's it's it it was okay with me to see John kind of like a huddle, 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 what a what a what, <laughs> um, but those conversations were just
0: excellent. They were they were funny. They were what you expect uh, from the characters, and I, yeah, I, I really enjoyed those. And even like what was what what, what who said goodbye to
1: the Hound and was like I'll see you, you know, we'll, we'll see. You, and 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 the Hound's like I fucking hope not. Like that, yeah. It did, I think all, it was Baric. All Maybe. of the Magnificent Seven stuff was really, really good. Yeah. Um, uh, let's talk about Danny and Tyrion because I was like, "Fuck yeah, democracy in Westeros! Democracy in Westeros!" Because that's what, like, like Tyrion was fumbling for the word because those words don't exist. Sure. Yeah. And he was going and like. It's interesting because when he was saying who are we going to pick as your predecessor, I think he was leading towards like how do we like like hey the knights watches this way or there's others these other kind of like quasi democratic institutions and Danny she took it to be a, like an attack on her infertility and like it made sense because I feel like Tyrion I, I've seen a lot of other like smart people and I've, I've been that person that like has got a point where uh, they they they've used their intellect and their wit and their charm to get to the persons that are at the breaking point and instead of backing off and letting them have that moment and and wrestle with their own mind, they fucking press the attack mm-hmm. and it it, it provoked a, a reaction from Danny the that, defense
0: response yeah right
1: and I, I think that she'll i think that she'll like it, it, it's becoming harder for me to believe that Danny is going to be the mad queen after this episode. Um, but also like, uh, you know, I was surprisingly ha- uh, nervous and on pins and needles about major characters. Like they did kill yeah. Thoros, probably talk about the particulars of that. W- when Toramond was going under the ice, I thought like, oh my God, they're going to kill Tormund. Mm-hmm. Like, we you know we made all those jokes about red shirts and da- they did damn sure killed every one of them. But like, I thought, and then when John went under, I was like, oh my God, Danny Azora high. Uh, She just reversed Nisa Nisa John. Like, she's the light – her and her dragons are collectively light bringer. And then when he came back
0: up, like, that was also kind of awesome because, like, now John, he can't be
1: killed apparently.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, I think a lot of people are going to, you know, be extrapolating and trying to come up with an idea of what John is and isn't. Yes. Does he need to breathe? I don't uh, know. Can he freeze to death? None of his like, wounds look healed either. They're really na-
1: They're bloodless, but they're they nasty are. and gaping.
0: Yeah. So we just really don't know, right? All we know is he went under for an unspecified period of time. Yeah. And he came back up. He looked cold, but he looked like he was. Oh, good- like when they were when they
1: were like prying apart his frozen clothes, like that would kill yeah, any normal person. Uh-huh. So I, I feel it like, now. People are like, well, where is the drama now? Like, I don't think that he can't be killed, right? Yeah, I mean, he could be dismembered, right? Certainly. And also, like, is 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 the Lord of the Light propping him up? So, like, what if he starts not serving that purpose? Can he be corrupted? Those are those are all interesting questions. And the other thing, like the whole time, like when when Danny was like looking out over the the expanse of the haunted forest from the wall, and like I knew that we were about to see that John was going to be returned to, you know. I was like, please, Amelia, nail this moment. Please sell, sell me on the grief of your dragons turning to the hope of this love kindled. With John. And she, I, fought, I felt like they fucking did it. Yeah. And then I also thought the moment where, like, probably everyone that watches this that is a shipper of Don and Jan- Danny, John and Danny at all, mm. uh, was, like, willing them to jump in the bed,
0: and they pulled back. I thought that was too. They did. Too. It was, and and we didn't talk about maybe the most disturbing death of this entire episode, the blue eyes white dragon. Wow, W I G H T dragon. I wish we named our episode so we could name it that. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, man, they did that really well. I I mean, we'll talk about maybe some bullshit with that, but we'll like that dragon sinking into that lake was. Awesome. It was it, it was and, sad, and, it was beautiful, it was everything you wanted. It to and be. it
1: went from like I've had similar kind of like semi patriotic, like just, just stirring, like battlefield courage moments. Like I always think of like when the Eagles come in to save the day at the end of the Lord of the Rings movie. Mm. Like it's just there's some things that are just beautiful and you're ready to roll with it. Like yeah. when the dragons came in and just started whipping ass, like it was like that, but it's then like when the Night King like got that spear out, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. And it was just you knew one of them was they, definitely. They sold get it. the devastate like that. Whatever that thing is, it is kryptonite to dragons. Yeah, and yeah. The blood leaking from it as, or, it or just, almost like lava. Like they, they talk yeah. about dragons are fire made flesh, and the way they did that and how rock solid the the modeling was mm-hmm. and the weight of its impact and, like you said, and it's sinking it's beneath the wave. Into, yeah, and the other dragons kind of like. Being angry, I, I got. I felt yeah. like the, the the CGI dragons' acting performance was pretty good. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it was.
0: It was. It was really great. Um, Let, I've got a question. What does a white dragon shoot? Does it shoot fire? Does I wouldn't it shoot think ice? so because, like you know, does we've it talked, shoot anything? I'm. I'm gonna go. I'm going
1: to go with the fact that, like, ice dragons have been something speculated for so long that they're going to go for ice dragons. Because fire, a fire-breathing ice white doesn't seem like... It seems like...
0: It, it, that's the thing. Like, it doesn't make sense to have it breathing ice, really. Yeah. Um, it. I mean, maybe it could breathe cold. It's it's like having uh, like, a flamethrower unit that has wicker
1: armor. It's just not... It's not a smart idea. Right. It, do, it makes zero sense to have it breathe
0: fire. And it's a song of yeah. ice
1: and fire, so I assume that the... You know, and we've talked about the... You know these these concepts of ice whites versus fire whites because Jon's like a fire white, Barrack is a fire white. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that like it's so so if 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 the dragon the ice white dragon is like the antithesis of the fire living fire dragon, I think it should breathe. I think it should breathe cold. Okay, I think that will be pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. How cold the cold will be? Will right. it be like sub-zero freezing somebody and then yeah. shattering them, or right. will it be like, "Damn, I wish I, w- <laughs> I I wish I'd worn a heavier coat"? Or maybe it'll be something like, even like
1: maybe it'll be something even crazier, like the Night King can swoop down, breathe this on a crowd of people, and instantly turn in them to whites.
0: Oh Jesus! Because it's like because here's the thing. Influence. The state
1: this flipped the stakes because yeah. like I went to like God damn, what if they just killed the Night King here? Mm. Or like when there was like a, a lane open, like I thought John might like charge him and do that kind of like, and the, the war will be over, and then we just have to worry about Cersei, which you know whatever. But like it's super dangerous now for these dragons. Yeah, um, they are lethal to the whites and the White Walkers, but the it's it's. it's you know, the Night King's aim is true and he's got enough of those spears, like that advantage will flip back the other way. Because how do you kill an mm-hmm. ice white dragon? Yeah. Scorpions? Probably, Red hot scorpions? Probably, are, like, dra- yeah. And, and I thought, like, also they made Drogon super badass when he finally started to haul. Like, it's like the fact that he was, like, trying to haul his dragon ass out there and just barely making it and did that, like, half barrel
0: roll to evade the spear. Like, that was super cool. I feel like you could kill that thing pretty easily with dragon fire. Like if Drogon gets up there and blows fire in its face, it's done. But right? like if it, if it's close enough to breathe on you, can it breathe on it? You know that's the thing. Yeah, like it, I don't
1: know. It, it's completely flipped the scales over what I thought this battle was going to be. Sure. And it's like it's it just like that's the thing. Like that's the exciting part of this this phase of Game of Thrones. Just like that, the balance of power can change. Yeah, We're and like, it has a couple of times now. Yeah, and um, you know I I I thought that was I just thought it's just super cool and amazing. Yeah. Um, And it's also hinting that, like, so I guess was that, uh, we know that the White Walker himself was turned, The Night King was turned by shoving obsidian. I wonder if, um, that spear looked like it was made out of, like, the glassy, milky ice that all their weapons are made of. But I wonder if, like, that's some kind of, their Hmm. weakness is also their power kind of thing. Although it killed the dragon and then turned it to a white. He had to do the whole touchy-feely thing. Yeah. The creepy version of John Fiston.
0: Drogon's nostril <laughs> yeah yeah it was creepy uh, uh I think they did just barely enough not to make binge in a deus ex machina but when he shows up because I don't know if you caught this but when they're fighting the small group of mm-hmm. of a few whites and a single white walker they're those white walkers approach or that white walker approaches a fire like a campfire mm-hmm which you can assume is Bingen, right? Mm-hmm. He's the only person up north who would be lighting oh, a campfire. I
1: thought they set that as a deliberate trap.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Like I, we're gonna... I thought they stumbled upon it around the same time that he stumbled upon huh,
1: it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Like the so Bingen was there camping. Um, although, what is? Why would he build a fire to keep himself warm? He can generate fire at will with his little thing. Hmm. I mean, it, yeah. we'll have to watch it a couple I'm more sure. times and get what other... I, I think it's one of those things where,
0: like, you could probably bend any interpretation at this point. I, yeah, maybe I'm just hoping that they did more to establish Benjen being up there than just have him appear out of nowhere on can, a horse. Can we
1: talk about the savagery of the white bear? Like, I thought that fight <laughs> had a lot of, like, oomph. And uh-huh. when Thoros got, like, torn apart, like, um, I... You know, Thoros is... <sighs> He's the cl- he's a, he's like a, a pink shirt. <laughs> he's not quite
0: red, but he's probably the one of those that group that we care least about. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, but we, you know, specifically mentioned him as the healer, right? And who right. who you go after first in a party? Yeah, he smart, got taken out. Smart tactics by the White Walkers. Yeah, which uh, raises the stakes, I think, for both Barrick and John.
1: And also the fact that like they. So we talked in the main podcast how this mountain is this famous mountain in Sweden or Norway or f- which is the Scandinavian country that this has been filmed in. I can't remember, um, but it was the same. Like the mountain is the same place that the original white, the Night King was made, and it's uh, uh, it's also the one that the, the the that the Hound saw in his dream. Mm-hmm. That does seem important it does yeah um and also the fact that the army of the dead cuz that's the thing you know there's a lot of a lot of a lot of hooting and hollering over oh, like you know that there's this image went around reddit last week we talked about this in the spoiler where someone had superimposed all of where john has been like this crisscrossing green line this season all over Westeros yeah and then they showed this like little tiny red line of like from Hardhome to halfway to Eastwatch by the sea and that's where the night king has gotten like mm-hmm. har har jetpacks versus white walkers but it's entirely possible but that they are massing there for some kind of magical purpose yeah and it's or waiting for some kind of prophecy to be fulfilled or waiting to like maybe this was a trap for the the <laughs> that for Azora high
0: that they sprung uh is it possible that they stumbled into the lions den essentially? Like, yeah, like that. This could. That's be cin- where the babies the are turned. Their power. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we, yeah, that's
1: in, yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't know, but like, it's exciting. Super yeah, exciting for sure. Uh, so, have we praised the episode high enough? Uh, I th- do. We think is there anything so, yeah. else we want to talk about before before we can get to the other side of the coin? Uh No, I'm ready for the other side of the coin. This plane is still super stupid. <laughs>
0: of course, And yeah. it needed
1: multiple miracles to happen. Now, I'm actually astonished at how well, like, when John was running across that cracked ice, like, how in the hell are they going to get out of this? And then when yeah. the whole ice, except for this little island, like, that was super cool. That that mm-hmm. was uh, surprisingly cool. But, like, how are they going to, like, how, how, I mean... Danny and John talk about, and essentially everything that happened had to happen because if it didn't happen this particular way, then it wouldn't happen. Right. So, like, you know, it's kind of like meditating on why the earth is perfect for human condition. Well, if it wasn't, uh-huh. then humans wouldn't be on a living. So uh, to meditate about it. So, okay. It. I, but, but still, the, the, I just can't get over how dumb the plan is. And sure. th- now that they've actually gotten the white, like, do you, do you think there's any chance at all that Cersei's going to take this seriously?
0: No, no. I still. Uh, it doesn't matter if they bring back the knight's king and he's still like totally the knight's king. It. She's not going to care. She'll mm. say she cares. She'll say, "Oh yeah, sure, let's do this thing." Our mistis totally, and then she'll backstab you. That's the plan here. That's the play. Yeah, that's the thing I can't shake.
1: So like the whole thing is built on this house of sand. Yeah. Having said that, the redshirting is it, egregious. It is.
0: Yeah, every single person up there who doesn't matter gets killed before any of our main characters. Yeah, right? and I, I nah, think That's not entirely true. I but think close. they
1: could. I actually kind of wonder. Like, I don't know what what role Tor- Tormund
0: needs to play from here on out, but mm-hmm. I kind of feel like they should have killed Tormund. I think they should have killed Jorah, or yeah, somebody who doesn't have as big of a role to play as right. John, but is still important to us as fans. Yeah. And Thoris wasn't wasn't bad. I mean, it, I didn't it, care about Thoris one bit. So you think because cause,
1: he's uh, he's not a character that I care about. So is, this is like in your mind is this like because uh, like you know there's there's some shows that have gotten to be jokes of late about like you know The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. like you know that we really don't feel major characters are in danger, and when they do finally kill them off, it doesn't. Th- th- are you with this at the show? Because I felt like. Even though I saw the blatant redshirting going on, I really was genuinely afraid for Torrhen. I was genuinely afraid for Jon. Um, and I, th- I think the the, the the difference between Game of Thrones and these other shows is I do feel like any of these people could die at any point.
0: Yeah, I think I still agree with that, um, especially in this episode of a talk from Tyrion about you know Danny's successor. Yeah, like that gets me a little worried about Danny herself. Yeah, honestly. Um, I don't know i'm I'm not willing to rule it out because we've seen time and time again that Game of Thrones will kill people right and they will kill them in gruesome ways and unexpectedly
1: i do you have do you, do you do you want me to pitch these balls at you or do you want to pitch one to me because the next thing I want to say is the way that uh uh thoros went out mm-hmm. like I don't even know it, it seems. Hmm. So here's the thing. Like, I'll excuse the Double Ds for this constellation problem where they got all these bullet points and they're individually cool, but they're not connected. That's the, the thing that's been bedeviling jo- George, apparently. Mm-hmm. And it's the thing that's bedeviling them, except for they have a much – they they can't wait seven years to tell the story. Uh, but there's some self-inflicted gunshot wounds here. Sure. Thoros getting mauled by this bear and look in, and and seeing these, like, grievous wounds, like, you know – Leo DiCaprio and Revenant-type shit, Uh who also lived through his (laughs) mauling, to be fair. I don't understand what the point of cauterizing his wounds, having him, and he's looking like he's on death's door the whole time, having him come to this place and freeze to death on the island. Like, having the bear just... Like, I thought when they were giving him the wine that that was going to be his, like... uh, uh, you know, medic moment from saving Private Ryan. Like, I could use some right. morphine. And then Derek lights up the sword. And, and then you're going to set him off. And then when he started, like, screaming, I'm like, I get, they're going to burn him. Like, that's metal, but it's the Lord of the Light. And the <laughs> death the fi- death by fire is the purest death. Like, he's really committed to that. But then it's like, but you just, no, he's just you cauterized
0: his entire torso? Yeah. I just, guess. So. Just so
1: he freezes to death on an island later? I do And don't... that's the thing.
0: Everybody else who got bit by the bear died instantly. Yeah. Like, yes. Incapacitated well, beyond help.
1: Tormund, I mean, a, a, a lot of the squad got some swipes and came away no worse for wear. But yeah, anyone... But the important
0: people, it, right.
1: Anyone that the, the bear got into just worried. Like, yeah, they were they were goners. Yeah. And, I, it, it, and it he seems, did that to Thoros, and I don't know how Thoros survived it. And I'm glad Thoros died because I was not buying that he was going to live. Yeah. But I don't know why he just didn't die there. Like, <laughs> right. what plot point was achieved by dragging him so it, it just seems I thought dumb. maybe
0: the only possibility I see is that they were trying to tell us how much time has passed because the, it, it, there, there, I know there are going to be a thousand people screaming what how the fuck did this raven fly so far so fast and how did Danny get up there before the all Wild valid questions, by the way it, I don't know what the airspeed of an unladen they all track. Westerosi raven but yeah huh? Some, somebody's done this math it all tracks. Like, Does it? Perfectly, like really? way more perfectly than I expected. A
1: uh, 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 Raven can make Dragonstone from Eastwatch. It's about four and days. The,
0: it, it's implied that they stay there for about four days. Why is it implied that? You just read the Reddit threads. You'll okay. see. So you've done some. You've done. You, you've. Done I did some, a little okay. digging. Yeah, okay. last night. Uh, uh, but but I think that's what they were going for—is to show us an amount of time is passing here. Okay. Um, in, in which he will die. The, so the other stupid thing: four days
1: to take to refreeze the lake that's already frozen. That's, that's another apparently problem how long of its, it takes. So no. Really?
0: Yeah. For enough ice, just read. Read. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to explain I'm, it here.
1: I'm skeptical, but we'll, we'll, That's what the full cast is for.
0: Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I thought was incredibly stupid is that Tormund questions how they're going to burn the body of Thoros when. He has seen, twice now, Beric light up his fucking sword with fire (laughs) from nowhere. Right, right. Once when they were fighting the bears, once when they were cauterizing his wounds. Where does he think that fire came from? Right. Yeah, no, that was... It's just sloppy writing. That's silly. But here's the dumbest part. Yeah. So...
1: The Night's King winds up his spear. He's got his hand out from his POV, and he's sighting up Drogon, who has every remaining hero... Jon Snow yeah. inexplicably is going berserker. He's the instant mode of escape for all of our heroes. And and, and Jon Snow is going berserker trying to get himself killed for no damn plot. You're, but I haven't gotten to the getting, stupid part you're yet. Getting
0: farther and farther and farther away from Drogon. As if
1: Drogon needs help to defend himself from these ice zombies at this point. Now, right. again, Jon didn't know that this guy had some kind of anti-fucking dragon javelin missile.
0: But he knew that
1: his Ground buddies were missile. trying to get the hell out of there yes. and they were
0: shouting, John, let's fucking go. But the Night King's
1: winding up. He targets Drogon, has all the heroes aboard, uh-huh. and inexplicably then pans over to try to hit the moving, flying target. Why? Unless he's like, the only thing that can make sense is that he's fucking with John, that they, he can't <laughs> kill John yet because he is waiting for some kind of prophecy magic thing to align perfectly. And and I, there's so much we don't understand about him and his motivations. I'm, I'm willing to to pause that criticism for a bit. But why they like? There's so many different ways they could have done that. Unless we're supposed to take that again. You know, there's always the like. This could be prophetically or magically significant, and only the night king knows. Right. Later on. Although there's us. a point where Maybe. that becomes its own version of stupidity and laziness. Sure. But, like, why couldn't he have, like, tried to kill Drogon, and then
0: Viserion, I think, is the one that gets killed? Yeah, it's which, whatever that, yeah. Whatever the Rhaegal slash Drogon, not those two. Okay. Is. Because that's the one named after a brother he died.
1: Like, like if he had swooped in front at the last yeah. minute and I taken the bullet. Th- I, like, to me, again, that's a perfect self-inflicted gunshot wound because mm-hmm. it just looks super stupid. Yeah. The Night King had him dead to the right is the closest dragon, There's a dragon not moving and he inexplicably targets another one. You
0: could even have Bran controlling or whatever his name yes, is. Like if they could like, have like warging into it, they right? Could have war, yeah. To block the spear from hitting Drogon and essentially dooming all of our right. heroes. I I don't know. Uh there's other Yeah, kind of head, that was
1: dumb. There's other kind of head scratchers like they have a dragon retrieval system. In, dragon retrieval system, yeah, they
0: got these g- heavy chains that they can go drag, oh, you know, yeah.
1: drag a dragon out of. Yeah, the, where they
0: get the, where did they get those chains? I mean,
1: that's I, I mean, I know we're going to get emails like that, but I feel like that's the ticky tacky stuff. That's the, that's the, the other stuff is the. I big mean, it's stuff. a
0: fair question when you have gigantic fucking yeah. chains. I mean, it, it may, like Why I'm are saying, they
1: hauling these things around? It implies that maybe this was a trap for the good guys. Hmm um that like maybe the because like the thing that you can say about the night king that you can't say about john is he's done all this before yeah uh he's been beaten he's or he's signed an armistice with the the good guys at some point like he understands the way this game is played in a in a way that the others just well he is the other (laughs) uh and the way that the humans the 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 people that are still living don't Mm -hmm. uh you know that's another thing that's kind of pertinent. Now I'm, I'm 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 verbalizing this. Do you remember when John said in the previous episode that there's only two sides, the living side and the and the side of the dead? Yeah. John's on the dead side. Right? Potentially. Like when he came like I was like I, my mind was on fire when he slipped beneath those waves. cuz I'm like we're going to see John, he's going to be an Isom. he's going to be the king the the Night King's acolyte or something. Uh-huh. And I, you know, he said that, I mean, no one put a
0: gun to his head and made him say those words. Yeah, I I don't know what his status is, if he's dead or alive or some state between. Like, Beric talks about it as if he's come back to life, Mm. but I don't know if that literally means life.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying that I don't believe a human could survive the things he went through. Yeah. he, You know, uh... But yeah, I don't know. Um, the one
0: big, big development. Well, that by we the, need by to the talk way, R.I.P. About, the dragon has three heads now, right? Yeah, they only need two dragon riders at this point. Right? John and Danny could be both of them, unless the third head is uh, is, is the Night King, is Bran,
1: oh, and he wards hmm. the Ice Dragon. Like the the the, the yeah. Night King thinks he's got him beat because he destroyed the Three Eyed Raven, and, and Bran uh, you know is able to wrest control of
0: the undead the mm. Syrian that could be interesting yeah I think the biggest development though of the episode is at the end John decides he's gonna bend the knee this yeah. is the moment so i and i mean yet all... still
1: they don't consider the the <laughs> like the value of a marriage alliance yeah, yeah like...
0: they're sitting there holding hands like looking into each other's eyes and then uh-huh. like you said they pull back but right uh, but I thought
1: that was appropriate but God, damn this <sighs> this show's got given me you know white eyes blue balls uh, <laughs> over this thing and i get it it's gross she's his aunt his nephew like you know yeah. someone did did you see that post on a forum that someone on reddit did the incest math yeah i saw that that like danny like 60, and ja- they're like
0: 40 something percent they're or? they're
1: like way more related than you'd already think uh, a a niece uh or a nephew and a an aunt would be cuz the targaryens are crazy inbred they're like 56% right. genetically identical and that's like that's Re- you're you're playing genetic russian roulette at that point yeah. but still they're really beautiful people and that was a that was
0: a moment i i i got caught up in it i i just think john's rolling the dice here with whether or not these lords are willing to follow danny hmm. cuz i i don't know what their view of you know this it, it's not and, wrong to call her a foreign invader look, i don't know what their view of her is going to be He's either the
1: king that they've seen come back from the life and and yeah. save their bacon, and he comes on the back of a dragon queen with the dragons, and she he says she single handedly incinerated half the armies of the dead and lost one of her children, and he's either the king of North or he's not. I was like, just I'm worried with, with you the... until Danny swooped in like the avenging angel and saved the fucking day with her squadron of dragons.
0: Well. Until he tells them the plan that they had, and then they're like, "You wanted to what? You yeah. wanted the fucking what? Yeah, well, oh, we're all gonna meet with Cersei and have a big playtime? No, get out of here. Yeah, I, I, I feel don't know. Like They're they're on the fence right now with what we've seen with Sansa, it, right? Yeah, it
1: feels like the dragons are knee bending machines. Yeah, <laughs> they're 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 they're, they're fire made flesh, and they also just compel one's knee to hit the ground, like. Yeah, your, your knees made of nickel iron, and the earth's made of magnet. All of a sudden, and is is irresistible. And right. I, I told the thing is, is I, I buy that effortlessly. Like these are fearsome, fearsome war winning machines, sure. and the fact that now they're even more precious because you know they can be taken from you. And oh, by the way, like if the lords aren't ready to, to bend the knee, uh, a, a, the Night King riding an undead dragon breathing ice fire on Winterfell might s- s- change their mind. Yeah. Um, but I just, the other thing is it just makes all the southern stuff even
0: more stupider, more stupid, dumber. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's an interesting thing. I I mean, if the northern lords don't want to go along with her, I could see her being in an even worse position than she's in with Cersei and not wanting right. to just go burn King's Landing, right? Like, right. how do you make these people right. follow you if they don't want to? Right. Without forcing them. Right. So. so,
1: I, yeah, I, I, uh, it's, a, it's, like I said, I'm more than willing to overlook the, the, the dumb stuff to get to the part. Cause I think it felt like there's a lot of parts here where these are, these are the story that's night needs to be told. And these are the sins that have to be committed to tell that story with the state that the, the story was left to them in mm-hmm. their hands and people can disagree and that's fine, it's a subjective opinion. But Several I, unforced errors though I think. There was even <laughs> like, then but I mean I guess like, uh, like but even overall, if, like like, like the Thor stuff is completely, um, the, the dragon like maybe the Knight's King's got his reasons um, hmm. I don't know but I got, I. Boy, there was a couple points where I was ready to believe anything could happen. Yeah. Like when they're like you know, he's here and it's he's the one that created them all like oh wow, because that's the other thing oh we, we've completely glossed over that you kill a White Walker and all the whites that it made instantly dest- are destroyed.
0: I mean, that's the implication. Yeah, that is a hell of a weakness. It makes sense though. Like I bought right. it. Yeah, I, I have so many questions. We'll probably talk about right. them during the full cast. But right. yeah, that's a big development as well. So
1: that's the that's a super long. It, it, also, the episode felt like it was on forever, but it was only mm. like an hour. Yeah. Like, I was amazed six. at how much stuff that they squeezed in this. And boy, what the hell are they going to finish this up with for next week? I don't know. Um, so, yeah, that's it. We'll be back on m- Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday to do the full, full-blown full treatment. I'm sure it'll be a, a marathon. And then, you know, back Friday with the spoiler. Uh, and then we got the final episode to go. Yeah. What the heck, man? I'm excited. Send that feedback in: Game of Thrones at baldmove.com and uh we will we will we will talk to you tuesday yeah see you then see ya hey everybody I wanted to talk about the club because that's how that's how things like this instant take get paid uh we essentially do the tuesday show for free everything everything else uh uh it, it has to be paid for somehow um, and the club's a great way to do it because it's a direct way. Like every dollar you send goes right to us and helps us produce these podcasts and you get a lot of cool stuff in r- return. Lots of uh, extra bonus audio and video content, ad free feed. So you never have to hear me, uh, scrape and grovel for money again. Uh, but we've got some cool features coming out this, this week. Uh, there's the empire business, which is our podcast where we kind of do a transparent look into, the behind-the-scenes here at Bald Move, how we do things, how we make decisions, how much money we make, and how we spend it. And this week, we're going to be talking about uh, social media and our social media strategies we've been doing. Uh, also, we have a cool uh, video game playthrough of the first installment of The Wolf Among Us, which is a telltale adventure, narrative story game where we always, when we play the telltale games, we always try to be the worst ver- possible version of the protagonist. Mm-hmm. And we we fight we fight the, 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 the characters and we fight the engine of the Telltale game uh, equally. <laughs> so if even if you played The Wolf of Wall Street, or The Wolf of Wall Street, uh, The Wolf of Wall Street is a totally different game. Uh, it's a much more coked up version of the werewolf. Uh, but if you played Wolf Among Us, you probably haven't played it this way. Uh, we, did, we, did, did we get above 20% like, I don't of, think in, so. of any choice we made? Like less than 20% of all players made the choices we made. And that's, yeah. I, I feel like we did a good one when we get like, that, that, that you know, low double-digit scores of approval. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's coming out on the, for club members. And uh, again, it's a great way to support us. Club.baldmove.com. Uh, we'd appreciate any of your support in advance.